Good morning again. I wonder what you're like with change. Hmm. Well, we've certainly had plenty of opportunity to experience this this year. Very soon, it will be the new year though, and people all over will be talking again of changes they'd like to make. But we all know how that pans out. A few years ago, I gave up with the larger goals such as losing weight or joining a gym or learning an instrument. Um, And instead, I settled for much lower manageable goals such as winking with both eyes. As you can see, I didn't do very well. Change is tricky and something we long for, but we also hold back from. You may be longing for changes at work, for example, but you dread those new procedures being implemented again. Or you might be longing for change in your home or garden, but you hold back because you can't face the mess and disruption. You might be, on the other hand, longing for change in your current, in these current restrictions, a return to seeing your friends and family, but at the same time you're unsure about it because maybe you're fearful of what that might mean for you or others' health. You might also be longing to finish school or escape teachers or maybe certain students even, but at the same time you're nervous about your next school or college or university or, or even getting a job. Whatever the situation you like to change, it's often both desirable and unsettling. So what makes us change? Well, first, we've got to want to change. Secondly, change is brought about when we not only does our situation become often unmanageable or unbearable, but we can see something attractive ahead. If you you simply see something attractive, but you don't think the situation you're in is too unbearable, you'll be reluctant to change because the familiar is always an easier place to stay. No disruption, no upset. If you simply have an unbearable situation, which is awful, I know, but if you can't see a viable alternative, you'll be reluctant again to change because you haven't got something to move towards. When you do have something to go towards, we can call that hope. Today, we celebrate Jesus's birth. God's people at the time were living under Roman occupation. And for hundreds of years, they've been waiting and waiting and waiting for the Messiah, the long-awaited King to be born, the Saviour who would come and bring change. And as we've heard, when Jesus was born, people reacted very differently to that change. Like ours, they had mixed emotions. I wonder how we would have responded to that change or even today, how we respond to Jesus. Are we open to the idea of changes he might want to bring in our lives? Firstly, we got Herod. His response was, I'm doing okay, actually, in this system. Um, I'm doing all right. Thank you very much. There isn't really much need for change and I don't want it. It's a bit like when you're sitting next to your partner and you hear them say those awful words. I've been thinking about this room (laughs) and you know what's coming. Your heart sinks because you know home improvements are coming. And for you, the house looks fine or the room looks fine just as it is. You see a perfectly good room. Now, that's a really trivial example. But for some of us, when someone says life with Jesus will be better, we can often feel a bit like this. We're quite happy with the way our lives are. Why do I need Jesus? 
Secondly, there's the fearful approach to change. Change brings disruption. When Jesus was born, uh, Bethlehem, it says, felt disturbed. There'd been many people claiming to be the Messiah. There'd been riots that Rome had squashed. The last thing they needed was another crazy coming along saying, I'm the Messiah. What would Herod do as well? He ruled this region with brutality. Would What would a Messiah mean there? Another war maybe? When we're thinking about change, it often does mean disruption. When I was thinking about this, I was thinking about when we did our kitchen and when the builders got a sledgehammer and put it through one of the walls, I felt sick to my stomach because I was like, oh, they've done the right thing. But the result has kept me smiling ever since. It looks really good. They were fearful in Bethlehem of what the Messiah would bring. And often when we hear about Jesus and him bringing change, we can be fearful too. What might he ask us to do? What might he change? Thirdly, there's the really excited response to Jesus. We see it in the Magi. They were excited to see what Jesus would do and who he would be. They rush to see him. They seek him, find him. They're overjoyed. They immediately thank and praise him. And this is like when we're waiting for something that we've been so looking forward to for happening. For example, when we hear about a new book coming out from a favourite author and we constantly, constantly check that website to see if it'll come out or a new film that might be coming. We're just waiting for its release. Some people who hear about Jesus and his teachings and the promises respond like this with excitement. They want to know everything and they give everything to him immediately. They're the sort of two feet in sort of people, really expectant of all that's to come. And finally, there's those who are desperate for Jesus. Like the shepherds were waiting in Palestine, living in poverty. They'd grown up on stories of the Messiah. The Messiah would come and bring change, peace, prosperity, establish God's rule through through vanquishing God's enemies, and therefore it would be their enemy, Rome. Now, we've probably all experienced the disappointment of a toy. I hope not this morning. There was advertisers flying through the air and it comes to life. But in reality, it doesn't do any of those things. Jesus, though, is unlike a disappointing toy. Thank goodness. What we expect of him is often so much less than what he actually does. Many people come to Jesus at times in their life when they're desperate, when life isn't working the way they wanted it to. Maybe they've come out of a bad relationship or experienced loss or illness. They know they need Jesus, even if they don't know what that might mean for them. At Christmas, we're reminded Jesus came as a child. He came to be with us and through this bring change in us and then the whole world. Today, you might be desperate for change. You're facing really tough times. And at this point, you may not know quite what Jesus might do. You might have ideas about what you'd like him to do. But one thing you can be really sure of is Jesus always does more than we hope for or imagine. Today, you might be excited about learning more about Jesus, to find out more about what he said and who he is. And that's great. Jesus makes a promise. If you seek me, 
you'll find me. If you knock my door or you open the door of your heart, I'm going to come in. And there's those of you that are maybe fearful of the changes Jesus might bring. Maybe he might remove things or tell you to stop things. You know, change is disruptive and it takes effort sometimes. But Jesus uh, comes to us and he makes these promises in his word. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I am gentle and humble in heart, and I'll give you rest for your souls. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus is saying here, what I'm offering you is not going to put further burdens on you or constraints on you or rules on you. What I'm offering you is going to make life better, easier, more fulfilled. And he's saying, will you let me bring change? And finally today, you might feel like life's fine, actually. Thank you very much. You don't want change. You're comfortable exactly where you are. And Jesus is never going to force change on us. But can I just say this morning, if you're going to reject Jesus, make sure you know what it is you're really rejecting. Why not check him out just a tiny bit more? So Jesus comes and he brings so many things. Freedom from things that hold us back. A light to guide us forward. Meaning in life restored relationships, knowledge of our true value, an example to follow, power to resist evil, a friendship that never fails and a love beyond anything we have ever experienced. He offers us a new start today. He comes just like he did 2000 years ago. He comes and says, will you let me today bring change? for you. Amen.